three to two, two Phillies win. win. Philly sports talk here. Uh, sorry for that corny intro, but we had to do it for opening day. Welcome back, Phillies fans. Opening day, and as you heard in our in sync voices, three to two, the Phillies win. Walk off hit by Gene Segura. He delivered. What's up, Jerry? What's up, Coy? Um, that was that was an exciting opening day game, and I'm disappointed to admit this, but unfortunately, I took a nap during innings one through eight. So at, <laughs> at least I got to see the exciting part. Um, Didi Gregorius made that defensive play, the catch over his head, um, and then Segura with the walk off hit to win the game. Yep, Phillies. They were able to get the job done. Uh, they just outplayed the Braves in a couple aspects of the game, I think. And there's a lot to talk about. And I was at the game, Jerry, and it did not lack any bit of coldness. Uh, the cold was brutal. I had a sweatshirt on, a shirt, a coat, heavy coat, and then I had three hats on. Uh, well, no, three layers of hats. I had a beanie, then I had a sweatshirt on, and then a hoodie, obviously. And then I had a hat above that, keeping everything on top. So it was really cold. I'm not going to lie, but the game was so awesome. Only 8,800 fans, but it felt like it was a packed house. It really did. Uh, it felt like normal again. And, and I had a couple experiences myself uh, involving fans, which we'll get to after we talk about the game a little bit, but funny experiences that you guys are going to let and like to hear. But let's talk about the game a little bit. Yeah, there was action in the beginning of the game and towards the end. There wasn't much action in the middle, but we'll talk about the beginning first. So, Alec Bowman got the party started in the bottom of the first with the sacrifice fly. That brought in the first one of the season for the Phillies. And then going to the third inning, Chaito Muto, he singled uh, to right field, I believe. Or no, it was like it was like a it was like a little trick trickly trickly ball. Sorry for those weird words. But it went towards the second baseman. Harper, that was the play where Harper was out at third, uh, and he was ruled out on the challenge. So that kind of stunk. But, yeah, we got a run on that play. And then it was kind of cruise control through the fourth and sixth innings. Uh, but Nola, I think we had to give some credit to him. Aaron Nola, he was really good. Other than that home run, he threw six and two-thirds, gave up six hits, two runs, obviously, courtesy to that home run at Pablo Sandoval, which, may I add, was an absolute bomb. Uh, but he had six strikeouts as well, and he looked he looked really good. Yeah, Nola had a pretty good outing, pitched a good game. Um but, you know, not it, it didn't seem like much really happened in the first really eight innings of that game besides top of the seventh when Sandoval hit that two-run homer. Um, but let's get into the ninth inning because this is where I got really exciting. Uh, top of the ninth, DD makes that defensive play already catch the year. Um, not really, but it was a pretty good play. Uh, I'm sure if you didn't watch the game, I'm sure you've seen the highlights somewhere. Um, but then – Bottom of the ninth, Phillies, they strike out three. Will Smith got three straight strikeouts, um, so that was pretty disappointing. But then we go to extra innings. Uh, top of the ninth, uh, Roman Quinn makes that great defensive top play. Or top of the tenth, Roman Quinn makes that great defensive play. Um, to He caught the sack fly and threw it in the home plate and uh, saved the, pretty much saved the game because then all the Phillies had to do was score a run, and obviously in extra innings, you start out with a runner on second, which makes it a lot easier to score. And, you know, getting out of that, getting out of that, that 
top of the 10th inning, the extra inning, without giving up any runs, I think was key to winning the game. Um, and then, you know, Gene Segura with the walk-off hit uh, gets the job done, and the Phillies win. It was an exciting one to the end. Yeah, that quick throw was really good. He gunned out Ozzy Albies. It was a perfect throw, perfect tag by JT. That catch by DD, I'll tell you what, that catch was awesome. Uh, the crowd erupted after all these plays. I'll tell you, it, it felt like normal. Uh, like I said, again, I was there. Uh, got to witness everything. It was amazing. Yeah, and going to that t- uh, bottom of the 10th where he won, he almost didn't win. <laughs> so we obviously started with the runner on second base. That was Bryce Harper uh, since he was last out. And by the way, uh, going around the league, a lot of fans are not l- liking the extra innings rule. Uh, a lot of complaints of the Toronto Yankees scheme that went on because they went to extras too, and complaints on this game too. Uh, I don't know why. I think fans should like it, and I think it brings a little more action to it. But I can see why they don't. I'm mixed on it. I don't know my own opinion yet. But, yeah, continuing with that bottom of the 10th, uh, we had the sacrifice that Romuto did. It was an actual sacrifice. He grounded out, which got Harper to third. And then after Romuto did that, Boehm, I believe, flied out. I'm pretty sure he either flied out or struck out. He got out. That's the bottom line. And then after that, Didi Gregorius was intentionally walked. Uh, and that brought up Gene Segura, and Gene Segura got the job done. We kind of got lucky. It was just, an, it wasn't even the best hit. It got a lucky bounce on the infield. It went right over third base and Austin Riley's head. They sent the fan, fans home happy. And Gene, he went two for five, so a good day for him uh, to start off the year and with that walk off. Yeah, that boom out, it was like a ground out to the first baseman, or he was out of first, but. Um... Oh, yeah, yeah, it was a. Uh... Now that I remember, he grounded out to third base, and it was like right to the third baseman. He looked at Ramuto, I mean Harper, and then just searched first. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, I mean that was that was really. Talk, let's talk about that um, runner on second rule for the extra innings, because I I kind of do like it. It makes it more exciting. It definitely like speeds up the game so that you're not there watching a game go to 17 innings all night long, um, but. You know, if you're like a traditional fan of the game, uh, you'll like the old tradition of having baseball games go to extra innings all through the night. Um, if you're maybe a newer fan, then maybe you like getting things wrapped up a little bit more quickly. Uh, I can understand why people don't like it, but personally, I kind of do it. It does bring more excitement. And when you're in like extra innings, it's like overtime. It should be more intense and exciting, more high stakes. Um so I kind of agree with that rule change. The one rule change that I don't agree with is, well, the lack of a rule change, I should say, is that the MLB didn't keep the DH in the NL, which they experimented with last season, uh, I think. But I don't know why they didn't keep that. I I really would like to see that. But um, I don't know. What do you what do you think of those two rule changes? The DH one. The DH one. It, that's an interesting rule too, because I'm one of those guys where. I'm fine either way. I like the traditional game. Uh, I'm an old school guy with baseball. I've been, I've been watching baseball my whole life. I've been lived, sweat, and bled baseball since I was like four years old. So I, I kind of, I really don't care about the extra innings rule because, like you said, it does bring a little more action into the game. So that's what I like about it. But I do like the traditional way. And the DH, I don't know. It's just not old baseball. That's why I don't know, like. Obviously, I would like it because the Phillies player would get to get more playing time. But I don't know how much I don't or don't 
like it. Like, I, I think I'm fine without having it. It's like the old school baseball coming out of myself. Yeah, I mean, like, the thing, like, it's basically just instead of having a DH, you're going to have your pitcher come in and bunt every single at-bat, which I just think yeah. – or you can have pinch hitters, but I just think it's pretty dumb. They might as well just add the DH to the NL. They already have it in the AL, which I – that's, like, one of the interesting things about baseball. I think it's kind of weird how the separate – leagues have different rules that they haven't changed yet um but i don't know that's that's really it for the game i mean like you said segura he had two hits and obviously that walk off rbi um but the phillies not a lot of offense pretty low scoring game just five runs in total um but you know played good defense and got the win on opening day yeah, I'll break down a couple of the player performances uh, real quickly, and then we'll send you listeners on your way. Uh, so break down. We'll break down from order. McCutcheon, he went one for four, struck out twice, uh, also walked. He had an okay day. Hoskins, he had an error, a pretty bad error. He also struck out three times. He went one for five. The fans let him hear it opening day. Hoskins, uh, he's got an interesting career so far. Uh, this is a big year for him. I believe we signed him to a one-year deal. So this is a big year. Harper, he went one for four. Also to walk, struck out once. He was honestly kind of a non-factor. He didn't really do that much. He almost had a home run. Uh, came up just short of the left field wall. Romuto, he went two for four. Best catcher in baseball. Obviously had that RBI. No strikeouts. Bohm, he had that sacrifice fly, which is a big run. And he made a key play at third base, I believe, in the sixth inning or seventh inning. Uh, I know it wasn't the seventh. I believe it was the sixth. When he robbed, I forget who it was. I think Marcelo Zuna of a hit. He jumped up and he caught the ball. It was a big out. It was a second out, and then we stranded those runners uh, because if he, that got through, it would have been a tie game. I believe in the sixth it was. It did not because there were runners on second and third. We had Boehm, really good defensively. Uh, Gregorius, he went one for four. He struck out three times, uh, but th- his hit was a big hit. Segura, we we talked about him. Hazley, he was literally a non-factor. He went one for three. He eventually got subbed out for Roman Quinn, uh, who Quinn, he struck out. And then Nola, Nola, like we talked about him, Nola looked like a Cy Young candidate today, obviously first game of the year. And Phillies have one other pinch hitter, Brad Miller. Uh, he went 0 for 1 in his at-bat. But going to the pitching side for the Phillies, the bullpen didn't give up a run. Uh, I don't know. How long has it been since we've been able to say that, Jared? It has to be a year. Uh, but, yeah, Archie Bradley, he threw to one batter. Uh, he came in relief for Nola when he gave up the home run to Sandoval. Jose Alvarado got himself into early trouble. He threw five straight balls, uh, including a walk, obviously, that first batter, which would have had him. But he got all three outs on strikeouts and was able to bounce back with the bases loaded. Hector Neris, he had a very clean ninth inning. He had just he had a strikeout, no hits. And then Connor Brogdon got the win in the 10th uh, with only one inning pitch. So, the Phillies, pitching-wise, they looked really good. Yeah, and when you look at uh, the Braves, their lineup, Freddie Freeman, uh, obviously one of the biggest names, he had a pretty bad day. No hits and an error. Uh, they're pitching on the mound. Max Freed, Fried, however you say it, he had eight strikeouts in five innings, but you know, not a lot of notable names for them. Sandoval obviously hit that two-run homer, and besides that, they – didn't do much on offense. Yep. Max Freed, I'll tell you what, I like that kid. Uh, obviously, for all you baseball fans, uh, Freed, 
He's a younger guy. He's a very good lefty. He's got a lot of upside. I could see Freed being the potential Cy Young candidate in the years to come. He kind of reminds me of a younger Cole Hamels. Uh, weird comparison there. But Nate Jones, he received the loss for the Braves. He was the one that gave up the hit to Gene Segura. But to break down, the, like you said, the Braves really didn't have anything going on their lineup. But Cuna, he went two for four with the walk. So good day for him. Christian Pache almost destroyed the entire game for the Phillies is there was runners. I think it was either bases loaded. Yeah, it was the bases loaded when Alvarado was pitching and he had a ball that was one foot to the right of the foul line that would have cleaned up, cleaned the bases. So Pacha, he went one for four. It almost ruined the game for us. And other than that, the Braves had no other names. But now, since we're done talking about the game, really, Jared, let, let me talk about my personal experience with some of the fans today. God, do I love being back with the fans. So, guys, uh, if you're still around for this part, Lucky you, you made it to the funny part. So, there's these guys, a group of four guys. They were going back to their seats, and this one, the one guy had a Carson Wentz Colts jersey on. Carson Wentz Colts jersey on. And when they're walking back, I, this guy behind them yells, Hey, F you, Wentz. And we almost saw a brawl happen right in front of our faces as these two families or group of friends or whatever they were. Uh, we're arguing back and forth. They eventually stopped, uh, but I have to admit it was pretty hilarious. Yeah, that sounds like a funny encounter. Uh, definitely, definitely believe you though, because that sounds very typical of Philly fans to do at a ballpark. Um, and it's opening day; fans are back in the stadium, finally, somewhat back to normal. Uh, obviously, it was limited capacity, but you said that they were loud enough to sound like a full crowd. And it really did. Yeah. I mean, hopefully by the end of the season, once more vaccines come out and all that stuff, uh, we can have full capacity stands, fans in the stadium. That would be really cool. Um, and think about the Wells Fargo Center. They have some fans now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think probably by football season, we should start to see like more packed stadiums. Um, I, that's that's something I love because fans are just a, such a huge part of the game, and it's just watching it on your TV. No matter what fake pump crowd noise they pumped in or whatever, uh, it just didn't feel the same. Uh, the atmosphere was completely different, and you can even argue that you know players' performances were different because of the lack of fans. And I I would think that's pretty true to an extent. So I'm glad that fans are back and we can kind of have a normal season again. Yeah, without a doubt, it's uh, – I'm very thankful for it. And I think with NFL, Rob Manfred – not by Rob Manfred. Roger Goodell said that he wants full capacity by the start of the season. So that if that could happen, that would be pretty awesome. But, Jared, I have to ask you a question. I, I don't know who this vaccine girl is that everyone's been talking about recently and why everybody wants to get uh, one of her. But uh, I'm going to look more <laughs> – oh, my gosh, I'm such a loser. All right, that's going to that's gonna end this release podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the first – and only opening day podcast that will be out this year. We will be recapping most, if not all, the Phillies games this year. So make sure you tune in to Philly Sports Talk, the best Philly Sports Talk page or best Philly Sports Talk podcast there is. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Coy and Jerry, we out of here. Thank you.